Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. I just got a THC legally highest THC seltzer from New Jersey wanting to work together. Oh, interesting. That's not the type of content I typically dive into. However. To shotgun a couple of these on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But. Things might get a little weird. Yeah. I don't know, man. I could be down for that. It seems so scary. As long as like, actually, and I, I mean, not sh- I could don't think I would shotgun them, and I don't, and it would be hard on a podcast. I don't know. So my my THC experience um, in my life is uh, this is revelatory. Like in high school and college, whatever you know. Yeah, weed was not that strong back then. That's what they say. I mean, it really. I mean, California more so, I think, than some places. Yeah, imagine, strong. imagine whatever that is in in fucking Tennessee. Yeah, in total, the fifties. Yeah, know. I mean, ditch weed here was probably higher than yeah. ditch weed some other place, but um, it was more of a hashish kind of situation. Yeah, um, and because it was super cost effective, for one thing. Like it seemed expensive, but like you could break off a little bit and yeah. you know, you would not need a whole lot and whatever. Yeah. That generation probably invented like the spliff and stuff. I saw a documentary on like jazz music. Yeah. Basically, I guess revolutionizing the marijuana industry in, yeah. in many a way. And then being in Northern California. Exactly. So um, I think this came from Afghanistan, though, strangely enough. Um, the Afghan Blonde is what that was called. I have heard of. Afghans. So, yeah. And then I got to be about 22 and just all that stuff made me super paranoid. Yeah. And I just had to stop altogether. Not that I was like any kind of a heavy user, you know. Right. But. but I mean, I, I stopped s- drinking around 23. Yes. Yeah, su- similar reasons. Super paranoid. And uh, and then as I have gotten older and having had more trouble with sleep and gummies are legal in california and so yeah that's what those and looks, i but I, I never when i'm awake only when i'm asleep so that's what looks crazy on here is i mean i'm just clicking on their instagram but it looks like it's a high level thc drink uh-huh. which obviously they have all over but it's just in a convenience store it's in a regular market in new jersey interesting yeah like they have a stand on the corner of like a frozen aisle that's crazy. And when when I was a kid, like when I was in high school, I guess they test marketed 
Uh, Anheuser-Busch test marketed a drink called Chelsea that um, if they hadn't said that it had any alcohol in it, it, you would have thought that, or you would have just looked at the label and said, oh, it doesn't really have much more alcohol than a regular soda has in the in the in the um, manufacturing process or whatever. Yeah. It's like really, really like half a percent. Yeah. And uh, anyway, there was such a backlash against it that they pulled it off the market. They just test marketed it, and like where I lived was one of the places they test marketed. What was the point? It was just a soda. Yeah, yeah, basically just a huh. soda. But like the the it was like a little bit forbidden because it said it had a little bit of alcohol in it, but it had uh, almost none. That's weird because I mean that's basically what a seltzer is, right? And those are popping off. Yeah, like they call them like a you know like a. I don't even know what they technically. Yeah, I guess they just call them a seltzer, but they're all just sodas with like a hair alcohol in them. Yeah, like Trulies and whatever the hell people drink. But the deal is like you didn't have to be twenty one to buy them. Oh uh, yeah, because of the legal amount. Because it was yeah, it was a legal amount. Yeah, I don't know. It was delicious, and I wish it would come back somewhere. It was really good. Um, kind of. Um, Kind of like ginger ale, but yeah. a little more tart, maybe, you know? Yeah, I mean, ginger ale's good. Ginger ale's delicious. Anyway, um, yeah, just like backlash against that. So I'm surprised they're able to sell it in like a regular store. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just marketing. Hmm. I mean, all they DM me, I don't want to put these guys on blast, but they literally just said, let's work, and then a handshake emoji. <laughs> handshake emoji. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just so the, the let's work move. I wonder if they follow a bunch of people. No, they don't. I wonder if, why they follow me. If you've got a... Uh, you guys, guys have thoughts about this? Uh, just throw them in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could just be marketing why it's out in the middle of nowhere. There has been a bunch of drinks that have like tried to do shit like this. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember growing up in high school, it was kind of the energy drink revolution. You know, Red Bull and all that's popping off, and there wasn't that many. It was just kind of Red Bull and Rockstar. But then they did have uh, Bob Marley drink, and it had like, you know, it's called the fucking. It's like the opposite of an energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> it had like Bob Marley on the cover. But I, maybe CBD, but maybe something else. And then it had like melatonin, I think, in it. Okay. You know, so yeah. If you're gonna That's drink, pretty like, sleepy. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to drink a soda with melatonin in it, yeah, you're probably going to vibe a little bit. But yeah. there's just no way it had pot in it in the you know early 2000s. Yeah. Even this, 60 milligrams. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, it's probably for the whole soda. I don't know. People are crazy. You start listening to, uh, what's his name? Joey Coco, Uncle Joey the Comedian. Oh, uh, yeah, Joey Diaz. Yeah, I mean, Joey that, Coco Diaz. that dude would be taking like yeah. 300 milligrams or something. Like, just asking for death. Yeah. It yeah. is funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is crazy. Yeah, it's just in a market. Uh, it's in a liquor store. So every state's laws are obviously so different. Like yeah. most states have liquor stores. Yeah. In California, we have them, but we don't need them. We have liquor stores, but they're not. There's a lot of state-run liquor stores in different I think most states are are must. Like uh, Ohio, I think even Oregon, you can't buy like tequila at a store. Yeah. All, all hard alcohol you have to buy at a liquor store. Yeah, Canada's yeah. Like, like that too. I think a to, lot of the Midwest. Maybe some of the provinces at least. Yeah, and then you can't buy it past like, uh, like 8 p.m. weekdays or something yeah. and 6 p.m. Sundays. Like you just can't find it, which obviously, you know, living here. And, and on Sundays and yeah. Yeah, I think it's 6 p.m. Yeah. They close it. All liquor stores. And sometimes you can get beer certain places, but yeah, I mean, my two vibing in Vegas and here you can buy, even here, right? You can buy alcohol till 2 a.m. at CVS if it's open. Yeah. You can buy whatever bottle, which is just kind of weird. 
Because I think the rest of the nation ain't used to it. I think I said that before that the um, guy who owned the Airbnb, one of the Airbnbs that we stayed in London, uh, had a CBD company, CBD drink company. Yeah. They tasted fine, but I didn't really notice anything from them. And And I've come to understand since then that, like, CBD has a synergistic effect with THC. Obviously, they come from this. They're yeah, yeah. derived from the same kind of um, yeah, world of plant, but if you put them together, they do something different than they do alone. So I, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I don't know. Whoops. It has a uh, the CBD uh, train has kind of slowed down. Yeah, on the internet, there was a fucking punch there for about four or five years where everyone's sponsored by a CBD company. Everyone had a CBD company. Everyone's slamming CBD like it's a goddamn miracle drug. Where are those guys now? You ain't getting paid for CBD. You guys aren't. I don't see you guys posting about it. That's odd. Yeah, uh, UK they don't have they don't have legal weed, so yeah, they lean heavily heavily into the CBD. I mean, but, even here, right? Less than half the states it's legal. No, I think it's more than half. I think oh, really? it's thirty. Oh, that's pretty good. A 30, 31, something like that. Either combination of recreational and medicinal. Yeah, medicinal. I don't really count. Yeah, because fucking mean, meth is legal medicinal. You know, like <laughs> you're getting the craziest drugs on the planet medicinally. Yeah, well, yeah. If you have ADHD, you can get some. Well, if you have any, if you have any issue, and a doctor writes it for you. Yeah. I mean, pot's the same. Yeah, I, I don't count that because that's everything. I mean, they'll give you oxycodone and whatever the fuck. For it's harder to get now what, for sure. Those drugs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it depends on your doctor. Yeah, oxy's a lot harder to get now, depending upon you know where you're. Where your doctor yeah. is. Whatever. My point is, pot being legal by a doctor doesn't really count. Yeah. The other thing they're doing now is with, with with oxys and stuff like that is that, like, if you have a surgery where they give you, like, X number of days of it without any um, refills. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But I don't know, I don't know if the refills are always an issue. Like, obviously, the longer you're on it, I'm no expert in this category by any means, but the longer you're on it, the more addicted you're probably going to get. But yeah. if you're on it, you're going to go f- and you get addicted, you're going to go find it on your own. Yeah. Right? It doesn't really matter if the doctor's giving it to you or not. That's the whole idea of the black market or even just street drugs or people finding a way or shitty doctors or millions of different ways. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health, Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. I have perhaps either the one of the best or worst topics ever okay. that we've, we've ever discussed on this program. Yeah. Or any program in which we have participated together, which there are just a total of four now, I think. Who's, Maybe one more. Who is the uh, judge, whether it's the worst, best or the worst? Is uh, that by like category? I, I, well, some people think it's the best and some think it's the worst. So it, this is going to be this is going to be divisive. I think. Oh, all right. It's going to be good. pretty divisive. It is not specifically a fitness topic, but in a way, it is. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I this hit me this morning. This is from the L.A. Times. Um, and the, the headline is this, scientist, after decades of study, we don't have free will. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you usually hear this from mathematicians. Yeah. 
where they tell you that everything is like the math works out and everything and it just is going to happen the way it's going to happen and there's like no decision that you can make that's going to keep something from happening that was going to happen anyway. Sure. I kind of get that. So this this guy's written a book. Uh, His name is, uh, he's a Stanford University neurobiologist. His name is Robert Sapolsky. And somewhere in here is the name of the book, but I can't find it at the moment. But uh, (laughs) he says, we've got no free will. Stop attributing stuff to us that isn't there. He's a MacArthur Genius Grant winner, is extremely aware of his out there position. Most neuroscientists believe humans have at least some degree of free will. So do most philosophers and the vast majority of general pop- the general population. Free will is essential to how we see ourselves feeling the satisfaction of achievement or the shame of failing to do the right thing. Saying that people have no free will is a great way to start an argument, which is probably why we're going to talk about it. Um, he says this okay analyzing human behavior through the lens of this is this is just from the article analyzing human behavior through the lens of any single discipline leaves room for possibility that people choose their actions he says but after a long cross-disciplinary career he feels that it's intellectually dishonest to write anything other than what he sees as the unavoidable conclusion free will is a myth and the sooner we accept that the more society more just our society will be uh, he's basically saying that uh, all of us are influenced by the situation that we've grown up in no. what our biology is yeah I've heard of these arguments all of that and so when it comes down to decision making all of that stuff just pushes us yeah. in the direction of whatever decision we're going to make yeah I've taken a lot of psych before I dropped out and you know the nature versus nurture conversation and what percentage on the spectrum most humans sit into that Um, obviously this just takes an extreme one that goes beyond right so you're treated a certain way from age five to six or sorry one to six or whatever Um, then as situations arrive in your life you're so programmed um, that your reaction or action to environment to situation to x is already quote-unquote planned out um, I think that argument's just tough because I think you could probably throw s- one. There's a trillion variables, and then two, um, you could throw kids in the exact same ch- situation. And this is like the most top level. Sur- I mean, this guy's a neurologist of fucking Stanford, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a meathead. But the top level situation you see often, right? It's um, a kid grows up in like an alcoholic house. One kid becomes an alcoholic. One kid has never touched alcohol in his life. Right. Right. And so obviously there's other variables within that is that parents violent and each situation is so unique that there's a million variables, but it would just be, I actually tend to agree with this guy, although I'm playing devil's advocate right now. I tend to agree more that the spectrum is, is further away than we think. Um, and people argue it because then who are we? What are we? Who am I? Right. You start to go into existential crisis if you don't (laughs) think you're in control of your life, but that's kind of the beauty of peace you know, enlightenment, if you're trying to find it or digging deep into yourself, is that you control a lot less than you think. So just kind of grab on and go on the ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, It is frustrating to think of yourself potentially as just a drone who's going to do what they're going to do. And 
the extent to which we all fret over decision making. Right. Like, is that entirely wasted time? I mean, how often do you make a decision about something that goes against what your gut initially told you you should do in the first seconds that you began to contemplate it? Or even deeper, right? Like, what is our gut? And then say we contemplate our gut, but the decision's already laid out with it or against it. Right. Yeah, against our will, obviously. Yeah. Um, even on the base level, psych, psych, I've done, you know, therapy for decades now. Um, our brain, you know, and a lot of ther- therapists or uh, psychiatrists think of this similarly, and I bet philosophers might dig in. And it can, like, border the line with religion, so that's where this, you know, gets mm-hmm. real murky. But um, that you're, you know, and I think of it this way as well, is like, I am who I am is like kind of my soul, maybe over here. And maybe Western world always attaches our soul to like our brain, but those aren't the same thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if our brain dies, we die, but or as we know, we die. As we know. But yeah. our brains, I often think about with my own issues and other people that I'm, you know, interacting with life is that your brain is programmed. And a lot of that is through how we're grown up. And so it has like a default program. And if anyone's done basic coding, which I haven't gone advanced, but I did some basic ass coding in in high school. If A happens, B will happen, and it'll trigger Z. And so your brain does do that. Like, mm-hmm. and I notice it all the time. The reason I don't necessarily think that everything's set out for me is because I've had moments where I've stepped away. Like, okay, my brain is doing that. Like, this has happened because X, Y, Z's happened in my past, and I remember I reacted this way. So I'm going to take a step back, semi out of body experience. And I'm see that my brain is running this program. My brain is having these thoughts. My brain is doing this. My brain is already on this roller coaster trigger and not stopping. But I'm I'm going to decide to, you know, switch the little train path and 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 stop that program going. Or or kind of the like the most basic one is like you get insulted on the internet and then your brain goes on it or in real life or something negative happens in real mm-hmm. life. And now your brain's going on this deep roller coaster, like, am I getting after? Am I you have all these thoughts? But those thoughts and that program isn't who you are. They're kind of like running on their own. Yeah. And that's where I see some of this. And psychs, you know, a lot of therapists go through different like exercises and tools to kind of derail that or think about that or walk yourself out of those thoughts to see how much of it is real. Yeah. Because a lot of it's not. A lot of it's just your brain fucking saying shit or running forever. Yeah, he says, um, we know we make worse decisions when we're hungry, stressed, or scared. We know our physical makeup is influenced by the genes inherited from distant ancestors and our mother's health during pregnancy, which is a bigger thing than most people consider. Yeah, or talk about. Uh, Abundant evidence indicates that people who grew up in homes marked by chaos and deprivation will perceive the world differently and make different choices than people raised in safe, stable, resource-rich environments. Yeah. I mean, I believe all that. I yeah. just don't know if it's we're totally on cruise control. I don't know either, but in, and I think that it's it, there's the potential that this theory says that that stuff will change over time as you as you experience sure. different things. Sure. Um and then I guess the X factor is like is then is the universe on cruise control? Yeah, and that's that's what the mathematicians tell us. Right. So the, the whole thing is is just that's more where I sit. Like, I, I think I'm maybe, you know, 67% sentient and <laughs> having some fucking choices or 50 or whatever. Yeah. And But if the universe is on cruise control, that's where I was kind of talking about, like, enlightenment. And it probably is, you know? Like, whether you want to believe that it's set in stone or we can change it or not, the universe is on a path that we can't control. And so you just kind of hands off 
Yeah. Because it's so there's so much, so many factors and so many things that are out of our control in this world, which is obviously very relevant to what's going on in today's age. Like just do what you can do, but but if you can't fix it or change it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying try not don't try to do good or don't try to help, but if we're stressing over things we have no control over. So a th- a thing that he that he's an argument he makes here that um I have some trouble with is that like if somebody um does a mass shooting we treat them as you know a terrible criminal or we treat them as someone who's mentally ill yeah. or whatever but we don't treat them as if they were just destined to do that Although some, in the same way, he's arguing that that we should look at them the same way that we look at somebody who had a heart attack. Some pe- uh, I don't think the public do, but isn't there some laws that do though? Yeah, you know, and yeah, right? for sure, yeah. yeah. Like the law is kind of set up that way. Yeah, like oh, they were crazy. Yeah, or they're just- give them ten years, or go give them yeah, hopefully treatment. Yeah, it, it, I mean, if this guy's right, like that he's destroying like twenty industries. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, like therapy's out because uh-huh. like, you can't change nothing. Fitness is out. Yeah, a lot of and and so that's where I do semi agree. That's where I do think we're probably you know seventy percent robots because and even me, you know, my whole family's pretty large and I was raised with you know great family, but like eating habits were not taught and and there and what's the right way to be taught when you're yeah. eight, right? You can go too strict. You're just going to feed your kids ground turkey and veggies like right. that's not it either no one has the answer is part of the issue of all psychology yeah. there's no rule book um but i do believe that people's brains are more and some people blame it on hormones gremlin and all these things mm-hmm. like what what or ghrelin what 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 when you can say no you don't know what full feels like you don't know what yeah. satiated feels like you don't know all these factors i do think that plays a role but We've seen it time and time again. People go from insanely unhealthy lifestyles to healthy. So it has to be possible somewhere. Mm-hmm. And again, the the programming, say we are 100% on autopilot, is more complicated than any computer that's ever been on Earth. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, there's that 1% factor that a, if XYZ dominoes fall, then that person will n- stop eating McDonald's. Yeah. It's possible. Um it is interesting in fitness. It is. But, but yeah. Because we are all in, entirely enchanted by, like, transformation stories. Right. Yeah. And But the real trick of transformation is sticking with it. Yeah. And and people falling out of that and in, back into old habits and stuff, sort of an argument for, yeah. for no free will. Like, you ultimately end up in the same place regardless of what decisions you make. Well, and because I do semi-believe that, there's been, like, transformations. I don't mean to rag on this guy because he's really popular. I don't even know his name. But, like, there's been, like, trainers and a couple I can think about in particular, not friends, but just internet folk that have, like, mm-hmm. uh, they're all jacked, probably on steroids. Mm-hmm. And then they get fat on purpose to prove a point. And yeah. then they get hella skinny, right? And, and they do it with their clients. Like, oh, I can get up to 300 pounds and back to 220. Yeah, the fit to fat to fit guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah all those. There's multiple, but... Like, well, yeah, one, because you have the tools, Mm -hmm. two, because you're probably not built to be like a fat kid. Mm -hmm. And we've joked about it for years, like having a fat kid mentality or like I always say I'm fat and I don't necessarily mean by like my body fat percentage, but like 
by my habits and how my brain works, I'm fat. Mm. You know, like I'm stressed, I'm tired, I'm anything. I just want to go get ice cream. Yeah. You know, or like there's a whole box of Cheez-Its in front of me. I can't have a serving. I'm going to eat the whole box of Cheez-Its. Like there are things like that that are, yeah, you want to call it addictive. You want to call it cruise control. You want to call it no free will, whatever the hell you want to call it that, mm. that are so strong that I have had times I fuel them like a drug addiction. You know, and I know a lot of people are straight up addicted to food, um, whatever that means, mm-hmm. right? Because you, when we're looking at conversations like this, every definition or example we have is like almost meaningless or like becomes so small, right? This is like the overarching, uh, what is life? Right. What is the meaning of life? Question. So all these other examples, because if that is true, then addiction isn't a thing, right? Right. So like that's why <laughs> I'm like backtracking on my own sentences. Because it, yeah, it's not it's not addiction. It's just the behavior that you're programmed. Discipline's for. not a thing. It's right. not a word. Yeah. All these words are. Once we we open this door, you know, Pandora's box. Yeah, all these words literally lose m- meaning. Discipline's not a thing. Addiction's not a thing. Yeah, hard work's not a thing. These are meaningless words. Yeah, exactly. And I think that the people who who do successfully make a change, they are able to do it because that was part of their makeup right. as well. Right. They're right? supposed to do it when they reach 30 because they get their first heart palpitation. Right. Whatever the fuck. Like that just happens. Uh, and it, it is true, but I, I think for this neuroscientist who's probably 20 times smarter than me, maybe 100 times, that still, even with his knowledge, and I don't even know this guy, he could be an idiot, but let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Because there's dumb doctors out there, people, and there's dumb people that get fucking New York Times, and there's mm-hmm. dumb people everywhere. That's what one issue. But um, let's say he's the smartest motherfucker on the planet. There's still too many factors for him to straight up say yes or no. I would think that that's the case. Although I, I tend to agree with him. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's take an, another another perspective like a maybe a little bit more historical perspective on our on on our own lives like we have been traveling together for at least 12 years yeah um yeah 2011ish yeah and and uh i mean that's that's one slice of time and then like your whole life slice of time and you think about the things that you've been involved with and things that you know jobs you've had or or um quote decisions you've made or whatever and how many times have you made decisions that were inconsistent with your basic character? Yeah, yeah. We'll start maybe by dumbing it down. I, I, uh, my little bro, Mike Sean, stopped by the other day, and we were just talking about a bunch of shit. But uh, then we ended up talking about, as kids, because I've known him since he was in, like, kindergarten, because um, uh, now he works for Cold Plunge. You know, he's yeah. one of the lead salesmen there. And... Uh, he he said he's like, dude, if you told me I'm gonna grow up and be a salesman, I would say no, there's just no fucking way. You yeah. know? And he's like, and if we grew up and said you're probably gonna podcast and do like apparel and stuff, like maybe. And I was like, Yeah, I don't know. I never even thought about my shit, you yeah. know. But he's a lot like me, so he would probably see himself more in this yeah. world, although he works for a small ish company mm-hmm. or an internet company, so he does get the creator side and the entrepreneur side, I think. But um yeah, even that alone, like what you see yourself as and then what you see yourself become can be so different, maybe based on this guy's truths, yeah. <laughs> right? Because what you see you want to do and then making yourself make the decisions to get there is very difficult. 
See, mm-hmm. I don't have any trouble seeing Mike Sean as a salesman. I don't, I mean. Yeah, but be, you didn't know he was kindergarten. I didn't know him in yeah. kindergarten, but like the time that I've known him, so like the last three, three plus years, um, he's tall. Yeah. He is good looking. Uh, he has um, very noticeable eyes. Yeah. His eyes are, are you know, and, and he is just a, king of making eye contact yeah 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 and he's very charismatic and yeah. he's very relatable but like uh like i think a lot of it comes down to like your interests or what you're yeah. like good at and the things you just described are just as good as an actor right, right? Exactly. or a comedian him yeah. and i used to write like comedy skits together in high school and shit yeah you know so like i just uh or even his brother his brother's my best friend and he works in like politics we just never like put that on him in high school you yeah. know like both of them are goofy kids or funny we're all kind of the class clowns. Um, and I didn't know what I would be either. I would never probably put it in this world. Although I liked clothes and yeah, I like basketball too. I'd probably say I would be a basketball coach, mm-hmm. you know? Like you just never know. Um, so yeah, how much of that is lined up? How much of that is based on your decisions? What is a gut decision? Mm-hmm. I can like factor in my brain. I don't know about gut decisions because I don't even know if I have a good gut or not. But like, because gut sometimes too... I think fools, at least me, uh, I can only speak on my perspective because gut feeling is always what would be like comfortable. Right. For me, right? Yeah, a lot of the time, yeah. If I make a big decision or a decision that makes me feel not good, it's probably because it's hard. doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. Yeah. Right? Like going out of my way to do something that's hard doesn't always feel good because everyone does say. That's where I get so caught up in like, entrepreneur Instagram and shit. And I listen to a lot of podcasts about business and just like I talk shit on doctors sucking, there's just as many content creators that suck and there's Mm -hmm. just as many entrepreneurs that suck. Some people could be worth, there could be three guys worth a billion and only one like has a recipe to make a billion. Mm. Another guy like got there, which again may lead to this (laughs) no free will shit or not, but, or luck, you know, people throw around luck or karma, all these terms, there's always two people arguing both sides. Yeah. You know, and so if you argue like some people say, always follow your gut. Mm-hmm. And then always people say, oh, no, always make the hard decision mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And those often aren't the same. And I don't necessarily know one's right or wrong because you, you don't want to make all the wrong, all the decisions that make you uncomfortable. Right. Because that could lead you down to fucking a very dark path. Yeah. Who knows? Sure. You're going to be a criminal or who knows what, right? Right, right. But Depends then you, on, on what you're uncomfortable with, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like what makes you feel weird. But then you follow your gut on everything. I'm going to be driving through McDonald's drive-thru every morning. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and playing video games all day. Yeah. You know? So, like, I don't I don't necessarily know. And I, I think the bigger, like, a, applicable question is, like, how many, again, this just because I isolate or try to isolate, like, my brain from what it does and who I am. Mm-hmm. How many decisions do you think about making versus just making? <sighs> That I think is more important. I think I think about most of them. I really? Think, yeah. Or that, you, which is why I'm all balled up all the time. Or maybe you're just looking at the like the 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 macro. So if you look at the micro, we step in our car. Like yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't I, I don't. Feel, I don't. I don't think about that. Right. Yeah. yeah. But those maybe matter just as much. Yeah. In this butterfly ripple effect, like every day. Yeah. I didn't even think about getting ready or riding my bike here. Mm-hmm. Right? You just did it. Yeah. Especially just because it's been two months. I haven't had a car here. Right. We're back, you know, two months ago. I think about, am I going to drive today or am I going to bike today? Right. right. And so, like, in this butterfly effect of free will, 
all these micros may, may add up to the macro decisions. Yeah, that makes sense. Looking at like back, like career wise, um, um, like my first career job, I was somebody's assistant, and that person had a strong personality and um, um, relied on me a lot, and um, it gave me a lot of positive feedback. And then, kind of the next career job I had, um, I worked for someone who was an ass but not 100% of the time but like the their assness was so much worse than their than than their good was good yeah the scale was still tips yeah and the scale was still tip like i mean that was like a year and a half and then fuck you i i can't deal with you anymore and then um and then after that um the first year or so of the next job that i had uh, I had these job jobs. These are like career jobs. Career jobs. Yeah, like adult jobs. Career jobs. Yeah, yeah, adult jobs. Um, Not working at Taco Bell. Yeah. After that, it took like a year, year and a half to develop a relationship with somebody who was, um, um, you know, kind of a leader type who needed needed the kind of support that I could give, but was also very good at doling out, you know, praise and like. And sincerely saying, geez, I couldn't do this particular thing if I didn't have your help, whatever. Yeah. Um, when that was over, I was consulting for a while, and that was not um, quite a while. And that's not the same thing at all. You kind of have to be the leader yeah. in, in what you're doing. And, um, yeah, it's entrepreneurial. I could have been more successful if I was more outgoing, but I also had a lot of stuff going on outside of that yeah. that kind of held me back. It's like if I actually succeed at this then I'm not going to be able to do the other things that I'm that I'm like responsible for yeah, family stuff in the same way and then you know um the fucking 12 13 years of of ST um like I don't think I mean I'm not going to be modest for a second here I don't think that that all would have happened the way it happened had it not been for me yeah for sure um, but yeah, you're the core of the media from day one, but the, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, see, that's where like free will gets weird too. Like, did you get lucky? Like, obviously you put in the work to do that stuff. Yeah. I always consider my career lucky because like you put me on YouTube, you put me on podcasts, but what if those weren't cool? Right. That yeah. was out of both. What, what if it didn't work? Yeah. yeah. Like you're like, Oh my God, like, let's put you on cam. Okay. But then yeah. What if YouTube never grew? Right. What if it was, uh. Be real or some other, you know, yeah. social media that just flopped. Right. Then, exactly. Then we all lose. MySpace. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even MySpace, you had like a little five year run. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, because then, then we don't meet Bart. We don't meet, you know, some of my best friends. We don't meet Omar. We obviously don't have the resources to build all this. So, like, some of that, that's where I, I see the bigger picture of the universe's free will mm -hmm. out of our control. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And um, powerlifting becoming cool. Mm -hmm. Like, all that has. Did we play a role? Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I, maybe. I mean, immodestly, yeah. I don't. I mean, there is no point in diminishing what we accomplished, really. Yeah. Even if I'm un, you know, like going back to the point, then the appreciation wasn't really there in the same way that I was, that I'd experienced it before, and 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 kind of needed it before. Yeah. And so I was always like in turmoil over it because it's like, why am I doing this? Um, because 
the feedback from the person that I'm supporting isn't isn't what I'm looking for. Yeah. And at some point, the fee- the positive feedback started coming from audience. You know. Yeah, yeah, the internet. Which is yeah the dangerous loop we're in now with creators. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. People start are chasing audience when the reality of audience is that you know it's not the same audience for for you know even three years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot it, of the time, and who who's to like say that they're like a good judge, right? Right, because now content, and we've talked about it eight years ago when people started lighting their hair on fire and doing backflips and deadlifts. Like, you're just going to chase attention, and attention comes to crazy. Yeah, right. Murderers get attention. Yeah, exactly. You know, like crazy shit gets attention. Not always like good people get attention. People doing good work don't mm-hmm. always get attention, and a lot of that. Uh, to me lies on the, the phrase you just said is like what you were looking for because so much depends on that mm-hmm. like entrepreneur world you don't really get that like you, you you have to pat yourself on the back or you have to be okay with just like running um, and I, I think maybe I in some senses I am built to be an entrepreneur like sports I was lucky enough to have a really dope coach and like everyone just wanted to play for him which was cool and like that's the key to a really good team right you have one leader and everyone wants to do good for them and then you want to do good for us mm-hmm. um but like on my own own, it's like love languages or whatever, you know, all the fucking, like how you receive your appreciation can look very different. It could be monetarily. Uh-huh. It could just be a high five. It could be verbal. Uh-huh. It could be spending time. It could be buying you a cake on birthday or whatever. And romantically maybe different than mm-hmm. business wise. I don't even know what mine business wise. Mine is just like success business wise. So, yeah, in similar situations, like if I'm not getting paid, then I feel like, oh, then I'm not doing a good job. But then in entrepreneur world, that happens too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you can you work know, forever, not get paid. Not get paid. It doesn't mean you're not doing the right things. Or it could be feedback that you're not doing the right things. Mm-hmm. That's where this entrepreneur uh, content creation blows me up. You know, like some guys say, oh, uh, I think Hormozzi most famously says, uh, in business, it's, it's not what you're not doing. You're not doing the the things you are doing long enough. Yeah. Right? Because that's where you get lost in running your own ship. You get lost in like, am I doing, is there something I'm not doing? X to market, to sell, to get members, to whatever. Or do you just have to chug through the pieces that you do have? Um, and I think in a team or in a job, it could be similar. Right? Like, or am I not getting feedback because I'm not doing it? Or am I not getting feedback because my boss fucking sucks? Mm -hmm. Am I doing the wrong thing or am I not doing the right thing long enough? Mm -hmm. Like, there's just so many X factors that sometimes it feels good to not have free will and just say, like, (laughs) all right. Yeah, some people are, some people, um, the the work to live, live to work people, you know? Um, But some people can't tolerate that. They can't tolerate just you know, doing a drone job and then having a life outside of it that's more interesting. Yeah. Being, so much of it seems American, you know. I, I don't know a maybe. ton besides Argentina, but you hear in Europe, you hear all these other places, like I don't even think like conversations like that even happen. Maybe not. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have your job and it's like a part of your life, but you only do it in a couple hours. And <laughs> Yeah, how do you do a job that you don't enjoy for just the money? And that's... I think I could do that. Because I think that's where me and Barter are on the same page at least. Like everyone that says like do what you love and you won't work a day in your life, I think is total crock of shit. Yeah. yeah. So, so in that sense, that I think all of us are doing jobs that we don't necessarily. You can like have like an underlying like passion for, but it doesn't mean you love it. It doesn't right. mean you're gonna be stoked on it, and doesn't mean so. It's different than a job you hate. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you're fucking 
allergic to bees and you're a honey maker, like, yeah, that's probably a different mm-hmm. conversation than just doing shit you don't like to do. Um, and maybe, maybe some of that is just how we're wired too. Maybe some people do love, love just fucking working. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking about, you know, the famous poem, the road not taken. Yeah, I think so. That guy was never going to take the other road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was never going to take the other road. He's celebrating the fact that he was never going to take the other road. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of us about a lot of things, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's a little matrixy too. Yeah. Start diving into the matrix, all this kind of ripples in. How much is laid out for us? How much of is planned? Are we just fucking NPCs stomping around? And then, yeah, how much can you just wake up and just like change? Hey, I'm just not going to eat fucking meat today mm-hmm. and just fucking stop. But then it goes back to if you you have to have that in your makeup. Maybe. To be able to change. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I was supposed to not eat meat when I'm 40 or who knows what yeah. the chapters are written out. Yeah, the people who, um, I think it was back to substance use and abuse stuff where people just cannot pull out of the cycle. Yeah. And they like know what they're yeah. doing. And yeah, yeah. they still can't pull out of the cycle. Yeah. I mean, that would be the general analogy for no free will everywhere. Right. Just there's no substance. Yeah. You have no control. You're yeah. going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting to chat with that guy and see if he has some deeper markers on how or why. Yeah. I, there's. It's a pretty long article. I just, I kind of skimmed it. It was, it, it just struck me that it was in the paper this morning. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. But, I mean, obviously long-term debate, but again, like I said, it's usually mathematicians who tell us that the math of the universe is pretty yeah. constant. Or and, even philosophers, right? Because philosophy is the idea of thought, so you can just yeah. fucking say it and do whatever. But yeah, you can do a neurologist, mm. but that person's studying the brain. And if you have any kind of spirituality in you, mm-hmm. you probably believe that you are not your brain, mm-hmm. which would argue against this guy. And he can't really argue against that, yeah, I, right? Because the soul spirit, whatever you want to call it, right? you can't define and you can't control and you can't really like study per se. Mm-hmm. So then your argument, his argument always has to go to philosophy. Yeah. And you can never win a philosophical argument really. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point of it all. Trying to win a philosophical argument with a neurologist right now. Like this, this test that he said I should do, I can't do it for six months. I was like, that's a long, long time for a diagnostic test. And I got offered another place. It's like, yeah, we can do it like a lot sooner. Just have it redirected to us. He's just busy or something? What do you mean six months? Or is that has to do with the test? has to do with the test. It's the, I mean, the, um, the, there's a unit within neurology that does these tests. But what I found out is that there's also a unit in physical medicine that does these tests. Oh. And his and he bias. just busy? His bias, well, yeah, they're just busy, just under-resourced or whatever. And uh, his bias was, yeah, but they don't know how to read it as well as neurology does, so oh. maybe they'll miss something. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but six months is still a really long time to wait for something. Yeah. So a very philosophical, like, you know, like I'm willing to say, let him miss something because it might not be that important. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And who knows? I think doctors are just like anyone else. Like powerlifters hate strong men and strong men hate weightlifters. Yeah. It's, and weightlifters si- hate it's bodybuilders. A silo mentality. Yeah yeah. 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 Whoever thinks they're fucking smarter or better. Yeah. I think that's all I have on this topic. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, new episodes Wednesday. 
and Friday some updates and announcements coming very soon to the podcast. Appreciate you. GoodCompanyDiscord.com if you want to get involved with the conversation, discounts, early looks, and a like-minded community. I'm Solomon Mike. Where you want to find me? I am Matthew Jimmy Dean on all the social media. This show is 50% facts where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.